Technical difficulties have occurred with the hosts of this podcast. Please do not adjust your broadband connection. Thank you. And welcome back to another episode of The Average Joe Show, episode number 19. It's a new year, 2009. Joining me tonight, my friend, my cohort, my partner in crime, the man who makes anything look nice, Mr. Ward Miller. (laughs) Thank you. I ran out of stuff to say. That's awesome. Oh, so how'd your new year go, Ward? Uh, pretty good. It was very, very sedate. Just hung out around the house and drank some wine, chilled out. Yeah, same here. Just sat home, watched Dick Clark, watched the ball drop, the usual stuff. You have a thing about Dick Clark's balls, huh? Never I mind. We, we want to we want to keep a decent rating on the show, so right. we'll, we'll leave that as it is. I'll never talk ill of stroke victims, so I would never do that, Ward. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. So, oh wait, wait, wait! Before we get started, what's that? Do you want to tell everybody about our our re-edition? Oh, uh, re-edition. Yes. Hopefully next week. Um, coming off of pain pills, Mister Charlie Ward from the first, I think, seven episodes we did of the show, will be returning to the fold, and we'll have a threesome going on here with me, Ward, and, and Charlie. Oh uh, no, 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 no! If there's going to be a threesome with you and Charlie, I'm out. Uh, there's no threesome with you and Charlie the, ever. The, the only threesome I'll do with two other men are Ben and Jerry's. That's all I can say. I, I'm kind of disappointed in Charlie. Why? Because, you know, the the fact that he refused to show up and, and do a show just because he's simply on painkillers shows lack of dedication. And I thought I thought actually painkillers would be more of an excuse to do the show. I really well, we talked about doing this once before doing a drunk show. Just having a few drinks and just getting buzzed and just doing a show like that. That might not be bad. No, it wouldn't be bad. But okay. I, I think it would be better with the painkillers and <laughs> painkillers and a couple beers. Okay, okay. I want that show. <laughs> <laughs> this show brought to you today by Vicodin and Budweiser. <laughs> Vicodin, Vicodin, the king of painkillers. Hey, I like that. St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. So, the uh, first story of the night, uh, 2008, was a little bit longer than normal. It's the 24th year since 1972 that a second was added to the clock at 11.59, 59 seconds universal time or almost 7 p.m. Eastern time. They held the, cl- the clocks for one whole second so it could synchronize the Earth with the atomic clock and all this gobbledygook, some scientific mumbo-jumbo. But I just like wouldn't stuff that like that. Wouldn't that be a sign – wouldn't that be to reset the uh, atomic clocks to the Earth? Um, you're probably right, though. It probably is just to sync it up. I, I I don't know why. I don't even know why it really matters. Oh, look, the sun's going down in a second earlier. What the hell's up with that? Yeah. Well, the thing is, you know, you want the atomic clocks to be pretty damn close, you know. Um, but I don't know. Well. Let's see. Was that the first time in 24 years? No, no. Is that what you said? No, it was the 24th time 
since 1972. So 36 years. It's 24 times in 36 years. Okay, so potentially we could be almost 30 seconds off if it hadn't been done. True. But that might make sense, though, because a lot of these TV shows now, if you notice on TV, they're starting like, you know, a 10 o'clock show starts like 9.59 or 9.58 now. Well, they do that to screw over the people that have TiVos or DVR. Yeah, but but your TiVos and DVRs now actually have that time in there. Yeah, they have the the they'll have the the uh, the time from the um, atomic clock, but the that's why they that's why the shows start at odd times like that, or they'll finish at odd times because it screws over the people with the DVR. I guess you're right. Because I know the heroes start doing that, they they go an extra minute or two, mm-hmm. and because and the way reason I know it, I DVR it, so it starts on time, but it'll go one like a minute over, just long enough so you don't see the last minute of the damn show. Well, that's why Makes that's sure. why you have to program your DVR to start five minutes early and end five minutes late. Yeah, well, I I use uh, Directv, and you just. You know, say okay, record this show, and it just does it. Right. But if the you know they run a minute extra, there's nothing I can do about it. So that's true. Oh well, you have. Well, that's what torrents are, and you download the show and you watch the last minute online. Yeah. So I got a good story for you. I woke up on the 31st of December. I have to work like everybody else does, and I have a routine. I get up, power up my laptop, I plug in my Zoom. I sync up all my podcasts. I take a shower, whatever. So I plug in my Zoom, let it boot up. It gets it up to the nice little Zoom screen, and it freezes there. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe there's something wrong. Maybe just, you know, it's a fluke. So I, I try to restart it. I can't restart it. I unplug it, let the battery die, try again, it froze up. Well, once you know, son of a bitch, because of the leap year, all the original Zoom 30 gigabytes... Decided it's about 2 a.m. on the 31st to freeze up because of some internal clock that was screwed up. You heard, you heard, you heard, you heard about this, right? Oh, yeah, I definitely heard about it. I mean, huge uh, story. Because, uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was kind of, well, me being an Apple fanboy, I kind of took it as funny, and I sent it to all my Microsoft friends. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, in fact, the, the guy that, uh, comes in that's our sales rep for Microsoft. I made sure I sent it to him and said, you know what, this didn't happen with my iPod. Um, I, and it's probably one of the reasons that Microsoft should be staying out of the hardware business. Oh. Because, I mean, uh, well, no, actually, because it's not the hardware. It's the software that, that screwed up. So maybe they should get out of the software. Business. But it can't. It can't be this. I'm. I'm thinking about it, it can't be the software, because wouldn't all the zooms have frozen up then? It's got to be a. Hard, it's got to be a hardware thing. Well, no, because it, I mean it happened to all the 30 gigs. So maybe there's some code in in just the 30 gigs. Oh, maybe because you know. That's the only thing I can think of because it didn't happen across. You're right; it didn't happen across the board. But maybe that was part of the, um, you know, like in the BIOS or whatever. Right. The BIOS clock is screwed up on the 30 gigs. Well, 
that's possible. But I mean, that's still a software issue. But I, I'll tell you though, uh, New Year uh, leap, not New Year's, yeah, leap year, New Year's Eve at work sucked because I didn't have my podcast to listen to. I had nothing to listen to at work, and it was driving me up the friggin' wall. But fortunately, what well, is, is it fixed now? Fortunately, and I, I, I laugh, but thank God we didn't have to mail these to Redmond, Washington, to have them fixed. Fortunately, the fix was wait till noon on the first and hook it up, and it should be fine. That is so. Basically, weird. it just said let the internal clock reset itself. But here's my question to you, and I want to. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna email Microsoft and ask them. Okay, we're fine now, but what happens in four years? Is this gonna happen again? Well, they probably don't think the device will be alive in four years. In four years, it'll be obsolete. Well, I agree, but there will be people that use it. Oh, absolutely. There's there's still people that are using. You know. 33rd or uh, 386s, 486s. Right. I've seen them still in use. Don't run real well or fast, but I mean they still work. So I mean there there there's always going to be people that technically use stuff like that just because it still works. Right. Um, I love my Zoom, but this gave me a bad taste in my mouth for the Zoom. It, it, but. I don't know. It, it's just I'm going to use this son of a bitch till the day it dies. But you know what? When I buy my next MP3 player, I don't think it's going to be a Zoom. Come over to the Apple side of the house. You know, my kids got Apple iPods for Christmas. Yeah, it's warm and fuzzy over I, here, buddy. I, no interest. Still no interest in them. I don't. I don't like them. Yeah. I think I'll go buy myself a Sony Walkman and put some cassettes in and start rocking out. I, I don't even think they make them anymore. <laughs> You're uh, I, the, I, well, I think what they call a Walkman now is a portable DVD or CD player. Right. And those are those the portable. Those are those crappy ones you can buy at Walmart for like five bucks. Yeah, they're not expensive at all because nobody uses discs anymore. What's a disc, Daddy? What's a disc? It's the same thing as a record. Um, you know what would be really cool though is if you could get one of those. Um, CD players that played MP3s, right? Because then you could load. I mean, think of how many uh, MP3s you could put on a 650 meg, you know, CD. That way, I mean, you could carry a ton of music with you on a single CD in MP3 format. Right. But if it's can only play it in audio, you can only put 15 on a CD, and then. You know, that means you have to carry 20 CDs with you and blah, 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 blah. Well, just a thought. Back when, when MP3 players first started coming out and and they did have those MP3 CD players, I was leaning towards the CD player. I was like, I like that better. It seems like you get a lot of songs on there. And, you know, because I don't think the MP3 players were really that big back then when they first started coming out. Yeah, but now if you think about it, you know, a, a CD player will hold 650 meg. My, I have an, you know, the iPhone, and that holds four gig. Well, yeah, nowadays, yeah. You know, so, I mean, and I can put a ton of music on it and just go. True. But there's probably somebody out there that still uses those MP3 CD players. I'm sure that there's people out there that still use the... Uh, the Walkman uh, cassette players. 
probably I, – I hope I don't meet those people. You know who's probably using stuff like that? I would imagine it would be Tom Cruise. Oh, definitely. Yeah. He, <laughs> you know, I kind of – I almost feel sorry for the guy. You know, uh, I think that he's going to single-handedly kill United Artists. Okay. Because – and here's here, here's my thinking. The the new movie he's done, Valkyrie, uh, I don't know if you've seen it. No. If you plan on seeing it or whatever. It, it's a story of uh, a, a uh, Nazi colonel, Klaus von Stauffenberg, who attempts to kill Hitler. Everybody knows – you know, what happens because of course he didn't succeed, you know, and it's not a real happy movie, especially to be released at Christmas. You know, there's nothing about a Nazi movie that can give you the warm and fuzzies. And on top of that, the, the deal was Valkyrie cost United artists a hundred million dollars to make. Uh Now, whenever something like that is sent, you know, whenever something like that is um, signed, a deal like that is signed, they have a, an insurer that will insure them for whatever money they make up. So if the movie only sells you know, $25 million, the insurance pays the other 75 So they don't – basically, so the studio doesn't lose money. Right. Well, the guarantee for this movie for United Artists was uh, – Merrill Lynch. Merrill Lynch went underwater and declared bankruptcy. Right. Before Valkyrie was released. So what's going to happen with that? Where are they going to get that money from? You know, so I don't think that they're going to make a hundred million off of Valkyrie in any way, shape or form. Right. And, you know, especially in this economy, you know the the days of the hundred million dollar movie should be pretty much removed. I mean, and that's a personal opinion. I I, I don't think that uh, I I don't understand how a World War II movie can cost you a hundred million dollars. Uh, I I'm sorry, I just can't. Now something like, for example, the uh, the new X-Men Beginnings or whatever it's called with Wolverine. Right. I can understand that. Because, I mean, with the special effects and da-da-da-da, and that's not $100 million, But a movie such, you know, a movie like that that has that kind of, uh, you know, a special effects budget, etc. Uh-huh. I can understand where that's going to, where that would come from. They're probably just inflating the price so they can cover their own asses, you know. I, I guess I don't know, you know, what the, you know, y- you can't swing a cat anymore on uh, TV without seeing crews on there, you know, trying to whore this movie that just really doesn't look that good. Well, you know, and to me, that's that's a bad sign of a movie when someone's out there whoring a movie. Usually, these films that are really crappy, you see advertisements and these actors going everywhere. P- peddling this film even harder than the good films 
and and this is one of those instances. And also in this film, Tom Cruise acts like Tom Cruise. I don't believe he's a German soldier. Yeah, I I don't know how you could. No. Uh, the other oh well, and while we're on movies, real quick, I have seen the the funniest movie I'd seen all of two thousand eight, and probably for all of two thousand nine. And that's uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. The new Kevin Smith movie right. is quite possibly the funniest movie I've ever seen. It will rank with because from start to finish, I laughed. Have you seen that yet? I haven't seen the whole thing. I I got to sit down and watch. Probably do it this weekend. Actually, yeah, check it out. It's very funny. Uh, the what's Seth Rogen? Mm-hmm. He is extremely funny. The, the 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 whole premise of the movie it's i mean it, it's it's a fun movie it's a fun movie to watch but that's my Cisco Niebert impression impersonation for tonight so moving on all right all right um well we were talking about alcohol earlier so you got a story about alcohol absolutely charles barkley was busted for dui in um Arizona. And his excuse when the police pulled him over was he told the Arizona cops he ran the stop sign because he was in a hurry to pick up a girl who had given him a blowjob one week earlier and was the best that he ever had in his life. So he had to go find her again. Okay. What's wrong with that? I don't see a problem with that. The the thing comes when he tried to tell the cop, I'll tattoo your name on my ass if you get me off of the DUI charge. <laughs> I thought that was kind of unique. You know what, though? If, he, if they could actually get a picture of this chick, Borkley is the best advertisement in the world. <laughs> you know, he she comes out, they get, get a little picture. Because, I mean, you think about that chick that was doing uh, the governor in uh, New York. Right. Spitzer. Right. Was he a governor? Uh, yeah, he was the governor. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Elliot Spitzer. Because the blind guy took over for him. Yeah. Well, then they, the chick that was doing him, she goes all world. Everybody's all going crazy about her. But the bottom line is, she was still a hooker. Right. This chick comes out and goes, yep, I'm the hooker. Charles, Charles Barkley got a DUI over this. I'm the best there ever was. Maybe, maybe he gets a little, uh, you know, maybe she gets a little free advertisement. <laughs> or, but then again, it's in Arizona, so she might get Sheriff Joe's uh, angst. Uh, you're right. She might get that. You're right about Arizona. Wasn't Charles Barkley? Was Charles Barkley the one that was like a part-time sheriff or something? No, that was Shaq. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah, Shaq's a. Uh, He's he's a uh, like reserve deputy or reserve police officer or something. He there's pictures of him in uniform, where his big seven foot ass goes around and arrests people. <laughs> cops is filmed live on location. Yeah. Every time I watch cops, I feel like I drop ten IQ points. It's just like the, there's it, you surround yourself with so much stupidity. It's true. It's like, can you be that stupid to do stuff like that? 
Not me. Well, not you. I mean, you as in the people on the television that you watch get arrested for stupid shit. It, it amazes me that these people are allowed to, you know, live on their own. They, they should just say, look, you're too stupid to, you know, breathe on your own. Right. You know, you need to get a, uh, you know, we're going to put, we're going to place you in a home for stupid people. It, you know, it, it, it's like stupidity is not a crime, but the crimes that they commit are really stupid. A home for stupid people. Isn't that called the White House? Oh, oh. I'm, not, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> All right. Let's get off of that story. Uh, but we were still speaking about uh, alcohol. So you, you got another story about alcohol. Well, this is two good things I think put together. It's called the booze bra. It is a bra that serves as a double purpose where the women actually have a full wine rack in their chests. This bra costs about $40 or $50, give or take. It's like 20 pounds England. It holds a whole bottle of wine, and and it boosts the woman's chest size by two cups. Now, I, I, I like this. This is like the ultimate wonder bra. Think about it. Boobs and booze. What a combo. Well, uh, I, I have a the, – the Marine Corps calls them camel packs. Right, right. I've heard of those. And you can – and I used to wear them into football games where you put it underneath your coat and when they pat you down. They don't feel it because it feels like it's part of you and blah, blah, blah. That's even taking that to another step further because, you know – even though I got the camel pack on, it's on my back. There is the potential for them to, to actually feel it. Whereas you get a, a a chick who's got it, you know, in her bra. There's no security guard going to, you know, give her a honk trying to see if she's got something in there. You know what I mean? Right. So that that's beautiful. Well, instead of a camel back, could they call it the camel toe? That's the panties. I know it's the panties. No, well, that's what I'm saying. That's when they put the booze in the panties. That becomes the camel toe. I don't really think I want something that wet in a woman's crotch. Um, I'm not saying anything. Boy, you're no fun tonight, Ward. <laughs> I, I'm trying. I'm trying to maintain a, a, a an air of uh, responsibility. Uh, an air of response. I've turned over a new leaf, Corey. This being 2009, my New Year's resolution was to, to, to be more self-righteous. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say that with a straight face. I love it. I love it. No, you're right. I, can't, I couldn't say it with a straight face. And, and hell, you can't even see my face. That makes it even worse. But I knew you couldn't do it with a straight face. What? That's self-righteous. I just want to punch you in the face if you meant that. <laughs> okay, let's go on to the final story tonight. I know that I like a nice, comfortable pillow, and I think you found a story about some interesting pillows out there. Yes. Uh, there's a company called Dorex, or Dorex Performa, that have that created condoms with benzocaine in them, which is a mild anesthetic. Right. And helps uh, men last longer in bed. And uh, to help highlight this, they distribute. They, they distribute. 
they distributed uh, limited edition pillowcases along with the Performa condoms. And the pillowcases were such a hit with guys that hundreds of them were printed and sold. And basically what it is is, now this is what's messed up, and we're going to have to try and explain this to our listeners who can't really see this unless they go to the theaveragejoeshow.com and, and check it out. But they're, they're basically uh, pillow covers with pictures of ugly people on them to distract you and make you not concentrate on what you're doing. And if you look, like I said, it's one of the things where you have to go to com and check these pictures out of the, uh, <laughs> of the pillowcases. You will, I mean, they're just too, entirely too funny. Oh, they're, they're hideous, downright hideous. But uh, it is it is a funny show, or a funny idea or concept. I mean, it's a mar- it's marketing genius. You know, it's like okay, well, we're selling these condoms with, you know, anesthesia in them, basically. Uh, and then on top of that, there's they they sell the ugly uh, pillowcases and to help you get your mind off of what you're doing. It's kind of funny. It, it, it kind of scares me. You imagine sitting there banning a woman, and also you look over this hideous looking yeah. woman in the pillowcase looking at you. It'd be, ugh. You're like, ah! I don't think I would last longer. I think I would lose my whole erection. Yeah, especially if you see the one, the, the very bottom one. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that, that would kill it. It's like anti-Viagra. It's like... I want something so I can keep distracted to last longer, not something that scares the shit out of me. Exactly. Oh, but you know what? There's probably you know what's funny is there's probably guys out there that get turned on by women that look like that. Oh, I'm sure there are. I mean, there's entirely too many um, like fetish sites and whatnot where the, you know they want the fat women and the. Et cetera, et cetera. And, and I know fat people need love too and all that stuff because, well, I'm fat. But that's neither here nor there. Um. Well, you know, if you want to see how fat Ward Miller is, make sure you go to his other podcast that he works on with his friend Chuck, Restaurant Food Fast at restaurantfoodfast.com. Yep. Uh, what, you, what you got coming up this week, Ward? Uh, this week, to be honest with you, uh, with the holidays and everything, we, we took a break. Um, the, the only thing we're going to post Sunday is, you know, basically an explanation of why we were so, so slack on over the holidays. And then, uh, we're going to, we're going to shoot some stuff. Uh, we had a, a couple questions from some viewers on how to create, uh, how to do uh Ratatouille. Oh, cool. The movie. Yeah. We're going to cook some rats. Um, no, nah. uh, it's from what Chuck said, he figured out what the guy's problem was as far as like a troubleshooting type. Right. Um, but Ratatouille takes entirely too long to cook. It's basically a, uh, a very, uh, layered flavor, layered stew. And, uh, Chuck's thinking that he got his 
sequence out of order as far as which vegetables go first and da 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 da. And I don't pretend to know it. I just go, yeah, okay, that's that's the answer. All right, give them that. Um, but I don't know what we're going to be cooking because uh, we're going to start this month, hopefully, and uh, it's just going to be a monthly thing. You know, we're going to one month we're going to do one style of cooking, and then the next month we're going to change it up. So we still haven't set a schedule on that, and part of it was because of the holidays, and we were too lazy to get together and actually do something for the show. Well, that's not a big deal. Of course, we'll be back next week, so you can tell us what you got going on then. But make sure you check all their back their back episodes at restaurantfoodfast.com. Check them out. Follow them up. It's a great group of guys over there. Um, it's a good show. It's about 30 minutes long, so it's not too long and not boring. They make put a little humor in there. It's, it's a very interesting show. Check it out. Thank you. Well, I like it. Like I said, I download it and I listen to it on my Zoom every day or every week except for uh, a couple days ago when my Zoom froze up on me. But that's a different story. Well, it's okay because we're even because I didn't, I didn't post. I know. So that worked out good. Also, <laughs> check out our other, my show, uh, Tech Gang Show, techgangshow.com. We took a two-week hiatus because I was like on death's door one week and it fell apart last week because of the holidays. We have a new episode coming out this Wednesday night. We'll be back on schedule as normal, uh, techgangshow.com. Uh, this is obviously the Average Joe Show. Averagejoeshow.com is the website. Check it out. Visit us often. Uh, we got all the links to what we talk about today. Drop us email, talk at averagejoeshow.com. You can leave comments about each episode right on the website. We love comments. We'd like to learn what we're doing wrong, what we're doing right to make the show better for you guys. want to thank everyone for spending a little of their time downloading our show, listening to us. We hope you enjoyed it a lot. And until next week, have a good one. Thank you.